0: Raw truth stories of female infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners, hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. And Welcome to a special bonus episode of Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Um, this is our very first bonus episode and I'm pretty excited about it. Hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving and you're probably all still full or picking at the leftovers and maybe some of you all went out and did some Black Friday shopping and... Maybe you're just sleeping it all off. I don't know. Christmas comes a little earlier this year because Thanksgiving seemed to fall so late in November. But hopefully everybody is out and about and doing what they need to do and having a good day. This bonus episode is actually going to be a little bit of a different content. Um, And so I do want to warn people that it This one is going to be extremely explicit compared to the other episodes that I've had. Um, This is actually about a gentleman who cheated on his girlfriend. And he wrote in his story because he's still working through his own guilt and the things that he did and lying and all of that. And so we spoke right shortly after I released um, the first episodes. And, you know, he was kind enough to share with the fact that he... Found it, like I've said before, kind of therapeutic to be writing this stuff out. It was hard for him, um, and it took him a while to do it, which is perfectly okay, because you just need to do it when the time is right for you. But um, just to kind of give you guys my thoughts on the plans is that we're going to have some more bonus episodes come available that will be a little bit of a different content as opposed to the straight-on female infidelity and those bonus episodes will be available on my patreon account and that is still in the works and so uh, i will of course let everybody know how they can become a patreon and be able to hear those bonus episodes and things like that um just as we're growing it's really exciting and and you know i want people to have little special perks because i appreciate all the support Before we get started with his story, um, I wanted to read an article um, about men and women and how they have different reasons for cheating. And this says, studies show. Um, And so this is by a lady named Ellen McCarthy. It was written back on September 2nd of 2011, and it was in the Washington Post. Okay, so it says, why do men cheat? And for that matter, why do women Robin R. Milhausen, a sex researcher at the University of Gelf in Ontario, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, doesn't claim to have all the answers, but she recently joined forces with two other professors to share a little light on the subject. Their study, based on surveys of 918 heterosexual men and women in monogamous relationships, found that 23% of male respondents and 19% of female respondents uh, reported having cheated on their current partner. The researchers defined infidelity as a sexual interaction with someone other than your primary partner that could jeopardize or hurt your relationship. Milhausen and her colleagues, whose findings were recently published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior, were particularly interested in personality and relationship factors associated with cheating. For women, they found low relationship satisfaction was often tied to infidelity. Women who were unhappy in their relationships were 2.6 times more likely to cheat than women who were satisfied, and women who reported being incompatible with their partner in terms of sexual values and attitudes were 2.9 times more likely to have an affair. One of the findings that surprised Milhausen was that men who reported higher rates of sexual inhibition because of performance anxiety were more likely to cheat. Quote, if you have sex with someone outside of your relationship, you'll never have to see them again. Quote, she says, quote, you won't have those problems with wounded pride or ego, or it might be that you need to boost your arousal over the top. End quote, and find that a new partner does that. Men and women who were less concerned about the consequences of their sexual behavior were most likely to cheat, as were people who could be easily aroused. Still, Milhouse and cautions none of these factors a guaranteed predictor of infidelity or faithfulness. Her takeaway from the report is that people who want to avoid affairs should be as honest as possible about their needs. What do you need to be satisfied in the relationship for the next 50 years? She asks, way more couples need to have those discussion. Isn't it worth that rather than your whole family unit dissolving because you take that risk with another partner outside the relationship. So I thought that was kind of interesting, especially since, you know, we're going up a different, um, road for this specific podcast. So, I want you guys to all just sit back, be prepared, as I uh, share the story of Adam. In the spring of 2017, I hired a woman who was the girlfriend of a business acquaintance. Essentially, I was looking for an assistant to handle all of the small day-to-day tasks while I focused on the big picture stuff. Initially, I thought she was attractive, but no big deal. Lots of pretty women are out there in the world. Plus, I had a girlfriend for the last year and a half, and at one time we were madly in love. It was probably only a couple weeks in, after working closely with her, that she was obviously flirting with me. Okay, whatever, a lot of people flirt, just to flirt, especially at that age. Over the weeks, it became stronger and stronger, and frankly, I liked it. Although there were no outwardly apparent issues with my girlfriend, the attention this woman who worked for me and was giving me was something I liked, I wanted, I needed, and I came to desire. She was making me feel like a king. It was like the way my girlfriend used to make me feel, the way she no longer treated me and made me feel. More and more, this woman would dress as provocatively as she could, with it being the most obvious on the days when it would just be her and I in the office. At one point on one of these days, My partner came in unexpectedly and commented on how she was dressed, essentially to the effect of, wow, and she was my assistant, so, you know, I needed to talk to her about toning it down. During all that time, I had grown quite attracted to her and the flirting on her end had escalated even further, and it was apparent to me that it was more than just flirting. She wanted me. I hate the fact that I engaged and flirted back, but the truth is I wanted her. I wanted to chase and explore these feelings she was giving me that I no longer was getting from my girlfriend. During the talk I had to give her about expectations of the dress code, she revealed she was doing it for me. She wanted my attention. She wanted me to want her. And I did. It felt fucking awesome. I felt like the man. The king. She made me feel all the ways I wanted my girlfriend to make me feel, but since we had been together for a year and a half, she'd grown complacent. I had also grown complacent. We had both grown complacent in our relationship, and neither one of us were any longer trying to impress or wow the other. The excitement was gone. The passion was gone. It was all routine and mundane. The sex was boring. Essentially, what we had coined in our relationship as lazy humps, she'd be on her side, I'd be spooning her, and lazily we would fuck. All the passion and raw intensity and passion were gone. During these few months, my girlfriend and I had been in discussions of moving in together. This woman who worked for me began to open up to me about her boyfriend and the problems in their relationship. Things like, Lack of affection, lack of sex, and how she felt she wasn't good enough because she didn't fit his previous relationship quote unquote type. Gradually at the end of her shifts, she would not rush home. She would stick around later and later, off the clock, just hanging out with me while I wrapped up the final tasks of the day. We hung out and talked and bullshitted and goofed around. I train in MMA and she expressed interest in learning some for self-defense. Which led to me showing her some things which started opening the doors to physical closeness on top of the pre-existing flirting. One night, while her boyfriend was out of town for some reason, she didn't leave after what the now usual her staying an extra 15 to 20 minutes after her shift. We hung out. We talked about everything. We were connecting for sure. I usually had some sort of music playing in the building, and on this night, as she was hanging out with me and I'm wrapping things up, I put on Lionel Richie's Hello. While it played, I told her to come dance with me, and as I dimmed the lights, she laughed and obliged. We joked about it, just like it was a high school dance. As we danced, she held on to me tight. The way she looked at me was electric. I literally couldn't stop myself from kissing her. We began to make out. It was passionate and hot, grabbing each other tightly, wanting to devour each other. She revealed to me that she didn't even think I liked her for sure, until I kissed her, which I don't know if I believe that, but I certainly was trying to hide it and not overstep, which, let's be real, I already had, even though I hadn't physically touched her before this point. We kissed some more, and I pushed her away. I pulled her back several times. Looking back, the internal struggle was so obvious. At a certain point, after much push and pull, I gave in. She gave me a blowjob. And at the end of that night, I told myself no more. I tried to stay away, yet I couldn't. She had awoken the sexual beast inside me that apparently had become dormant during my relationship. Over the next few weeks, when we had moments alone, or not even alone, but no one else was around for the moment, or a few minutes, we would find a corner or somewhere to make out, or she'd give me a hand job. She would stay late after everyone else left and blow me before going home to her own boyfriend. Looking back now, I feel like such an asshole. Now, during this time, my girlfriend and I were not fighting or having any outward issues, Other than things were stale and boring, or so I thought at the time. This woman and I both knew we were doing something wrong. We talked about wanting to stop it, but we didn't. It was fun. It was wrong. It was exciting. I tried to do things to prevent further cheating. As I mentioned previously, I train MMA. I would purposely put on my dirty, smelly underwear that I had worn the night before in class and wear them to work so I would be so nasty in my genital region, I wouldn't want her near there. Or if she got there, she'd be so turned off, nothing would happen. This technique worked a few times, but it's gross, and I couldn't wear dirty underwear every day to keep her away. When everything was clean, she would catch me in the back room and jerk me off or blow me. I tried to justify this to myself at this point I was only receiving. Accepting of her hand jobs and blow jobs, but at the most I had rubbed her pussy. I hadn't finger banged or gone down or fucked her. It was her always pleasuring me, again making me feel like the man, the king. She made me feel so wanted and desirable. This is what I was missing in my relationship. Well, I thought my girlfriend was a good woman. She was not very affectionate or loving. I suspect it's how she grew up. I won't touch on that for her confidentiality and protection. It just wasn't in her to show affection and love outside the initial honeymoon phase of the relationship. Now what I'm about to say may come off as some sort of justifications for my actions or victim-blaming, they are not meant to be, simply how I, and i suspect a lot of men, would feel. As I mentioned, she wasn't warm and affectionate. I don't doubt that she loved me at one point, but I didn't feel it from her. She wasn't terribly keen on pleasing me sexually, short, effortless blowjobs. Simple requests for her to dress sexy were scoffed at and ignored. I was not sexually satisfied, which for me led me to being unsatisfied with the relationship in general, which I didn't fully recognize or lacked the maturity to confront and deal with at any time. Anyway, finally one night of staying late at work, things really heated up with this woman. She flat out told me, you are my boss, so if you want something, I would have to oblige. Now, while this did excite me, in the back of my mind, there were definitely thoughts of sexual harassment, lawsuits, and things like that. So I threw it back at her. What do you want? She looked down in blushes. What do you want? I repeated. Softly, she said, I want you to fuck me. I grabbed her and pulled her tight to me, and as she pressed against me, I grabbed the back of her hair gently pulling her head slightly back, and I asked her again, What do you want? She looked at me straight in the eyes, while hers were glowing and dilated, and she told me in the most seductive way, I want you to fuck me. It was over from there. It was probably the hottest, most seductive tone I had heard. I bent her over across my desk, pulled down her pants, and fucked the shit out of her right there on my office desk. I really do feel like a piece of shit as I write this. Right there on my office desk that had notes my girlfriend had written to me when she was actually in love with me. Small gifts she had gotten for me when she was in love. They were staring me as small reminders of the time when we were truly happy and in love. I don't know what happened and I don't know what changed. I hate that I didn't catch it, communicate and fix it. After that night, I felt so terrible. I was feeling great before this, but now that I had actually fucked her, I felt pretty bad. Now I'll rewind to a major red flag. Then again, there were so many in this situation, but a more major one that I ignored because I was only thinking of my dick was that I noticed on this woman's arm there were some scratches I caught a short glimpse, and I asked her what they were, and she said in a shamed way, well, you know what those are, which I didn't get right away, but after a few moments, I realized they were cutter marks. So now back to the post-sex part of the story. After we had sex, I really tried to stay away from her as much as I could, realistically doing many of the things I could have done before any sexual acts actually happened between us. I began leaving work before her scheduled time to be off so we wouldn't be alone together. I slowly began to cut and shift her hours away from me. And a couple weeks later when I texted her schedule to her, she replied she wouldn't be able to come in because she was having some issues and she was being 51-50'd by her family and boyfriend. 5150 refers to a law code for the temporary, involuntary, psychiatric commitment of individuals who present a danger to themselves or others due to signs of mental illness. I was like, oh shit, things are really about to hit the fan. But they didn't. Two weeks later, she came back to work, and I was able to keep my distance keep things cordial for a few days until one day the other employee that was there left for his lunch break she found me in a back room and essentially cornered me came on to me strongly and I didn't resist she gave me a hand job right there when she was done she said I knew you still wanted me which I did I was giving her the validation she sought That her boyfriend wasn't giving her. She was giving me what my girlfriend wasn't giving me. I knew she was a wreck, but I couldn't stop it. It was fucking awful. After this day, with much professional and personal risk, I cut her hours down to one day a week on my one day off this went on for a couple weeks and then she started to give me this reason or that reason why she couldn't come in for a few weeks until eventually i had to tell her that due to lack of attendance we were going to have to go in a different direction and that we would have her final paycheck that we could mail to her or hand off when she came in to return the office key she never replied about the check or the key she never came back to get her last check a couple months after this i moved in with my girlfriend my goal never to cheat again and to focus on her. And her and I building a happy life together and I looked at my flings as the last time I would ever be with another woman for the rest of my life. I also told myself that if my girlfriend ever had an indiscretion I would have no choice but to forgive her and work through it. So I moved in. And things sucked essentially from the beginning. Our relationship at one time was so strong, and it wasn't anymore. Now, I'd like to say that it was my entire fault because I'm a piece of shit that I cheated, which I did, but it takes two to make a relationship work. Our sex life essentially became one time every two weeks and wasn't all that great when it did happen. We never used to fight, but we were butting heads constantly. There was no communication on her part. I tried so hard to make things work but she had shut down, put up walls that I couldn't get around and literally even stonewalled me for an entire week. I suggested couples counseling and she refused. I brought it up several times hoping to fix our issues but to also have a healthy outlet so that I could confess to her about the cheating I had previously done. I wanted to be fully open and honest in our relationship. I wanted to rebuild what we once had. But she refused that. She was not open to it. At one point, I left the house and stayed with a friend for about a week because things were so bad. I spent many hours talking to her friend who was trying to be the middleman and who uh, essentially let it slip that there's another guy in the picture. Without giving me any real detail other than they hadn't done anything, but he was there sniffing around. Anyway, my girlfriend and I tried to work things out and I was back at the house for a couple of weeks, but something was off. I couldn't get the other guy out of my mind, so I did something I had never done in our almost three-year relationship before. I went through her phone while she was in the shower. I saw a message from a man, looking forward to seeing you, and she replied with about the same, Next message was him about three hours later, and these are midday to afternoon messages when I knew she was working. Was great seeing you today, and her reply, pleasure seeing you as always. There were no previous messages before what I described, obviously. There were messages deleted off of her phone. Okay, the next opportunity I got, I got back into her phone and visited the texts between her and her best friend. Which essentially led me to read about how our relationship sucked and she started telling her about this other guy and how she was instigating things with him, even though she loved me. But she didn't want to be alone. As she knew, we both knew the relationship was on thin ice. I took a couple days to digest this. During one night after a couple's drinks, I told her I knew about this guy and she tried initially to deny it but I told her I read the messages she said nothing had happened and that they were only talking she said she had met him for a drink when I wasn't at the house during that week I was upset and I was hurt which I've left out many parts of this but I had been busting my ass to make this relationship work when she was shut down and not trying I was giving it my all as I knew my transgression and I was trying to make up for it but this night, fueled with alcohol and hurt feelings, I know I'm a douche, fully cheating on several occasions and all, said to her, well, maybe I cheated on you, maybe I didn't. She pressed for me to answer whether I had or hadn't. Drunkenly, I told her, well, maybe I did and maybe I didn't. And childishly fucked with her because I was hurt and drunk, but that's not an excuse for my behavior. Eventually, that night came to an end with no true confession on my part. The next day, over our morning coffee, we talked, and I had forgiven her for her indiscretion, but still I hadn't actually owned up to my own. Things were okay for a few days until we got into another fight. I couldn't take it anymore, so I left, and I stayed away for two days. I needed space to breathe. When I returned, my head felt so much clearer, and I had had a chance to decompress, and I felt ready to once again tackle our problems and rebuild our relationship. I could tell she was relieved to see me, and we hung out and talked and we were having a pretty nice evening, but then the alcohol started flowing. Apparently she was pretty tipsy when she finally told me she really needed to know if I had cheated on her. I didn't want to lie, and I couldn't lie. I wanted to get everything out in the open so that we could address and work past these issues. I confessed to her that I had. During much crying and yelling, she essentially broke up with me and kicked me out. I told her I would leave the next day, but she would need to give me a little time to find a place to go and to get my stuff out, but that I wouldn't be there when she was home to spare her the pain of seeing me. Two days later, when I knew she would be at work, I showed up in a U-Haul and spent the day, packed up all my stuff, said goodbye to the dogs, and I left. Over the next few days, she sent me many hate text messages and pressed me to know who it was. I tried to avoid answering, but I still wanted to save the relationship, and I thought there may be a chance if I was completely honest with her, so I told her. She sent me many more hate messages. I called her and I spent 30 minutes on the phone with her just talking shit to me and yelling at me. That was the last time we spoke. Now I was wrong with what I did, no denying or justifying it. I did however try really hard to make up for it and fix the relationship. I have been, though you listening to this may think I'm full of shit. I have been extremely heartbroken for the last year. I'm still heartbroken. I can't date anyone with any seriousness, and I am still punishing myself. I still hate myself. I try to tell myself it's okay because she was lining up a replacement guy when things were bad, but I push that aside and still punish myself. I don't know if I will be ever able to forgive myself. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm scared to death that if I ever meet a special woman again, and I share with her my infidelity, that she will run. I wouldn't blame her if she did. It just fucking sucks that I've hurt someone that I really did love. I just, I don't know, got distracted and was thinking with my dick. I know, it was fucking stupid. I was just fucking stupid. I recently vended a trade show, in fact, the same trade show where I had met my ex-girlfriend three and a half years earlier. I knew there would be a chance I would see her there. Toward the end of the day, I was walking back to my table and I saw her there with a new guy. I don't think she saw me as she was leaving. It sucked. It hurt. But I hope she's happy and I hope she finds everything she's looking for. Thank you, Adam, for submitting your story and sharing and being open and honest about how you're feeling. And I hope that at some point in time, you do find the strength to forgive yourself because uh, men, women alike, we make poor choices and we do punish ourselves for a long time and we won't ever be free of it until we can give ourselves some sort of forgiveness. So please allow yourself some grace and be able to move on with your life and find happiness thank you all for listening to today's bonus episode and i look forward to having more of them coming in the future once our patreon is all set up and ready to go of course i will keep you all informed of the status of that if you have a story you would like to share whether you are a lady who cheated, a man who cheated, or you were cheated on, or perhaps you were the other woman, please send me an email and you would send it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. And as always, you would be anonymous. And until then, have a great day and remember, no judgment. Goodbye.